What? We're just lighting money on fire. Anytime we are. Scotty Scheffler wins a tournament. Oh, crap. Let's not burn your house down, okay? I'm burning hundreds in here because you know what? I'm tired of it. Shoot. Hope I didn't get. Um, oh, God. I did, you didn't not... plan this out, did you? No, I didn't really plan it out. <laughs> um, anytime Scotty Scheffler, you know, with these favorites, man, these dadgum favorites, they keep winning. I got crap on my new goat shirt. Uh, you know, the smoke alarm's about to go off. You got ashes. And I just burned a hundred. I just burned hundred dollar bill. Um, I mean, look. Is that a real hundred? Yeah. Mm. TJ's got it. You know what I mean? TJ's yeah, we're just it. just blowing through them, I guess. Yeah, we're just blow, blowing through them. Uh, but I mean, you know, dang it, dang it. Like I'm just so Another sick of it. I mean, what are we supposed to do? What what are we supposed to do? We have really good golfers right now that are the top three in the world, really two in the world, because. As you said in the last show, I think we could probably move Rory aside, even though I don't want to do it yet. I'm not. I, I just don't want to do it. But right now, we got Scheffler and Rom dominating golf, and they make it look pretty boring. They do. And I mean, last year, uh, Pat, we have a reputation to uphold. Now, listen, if you're gambling, first of all, gamble responsibly. Second of all, you're not going to win every year. You're not going to be up every year. You're not going to be up every month. You're not going to be up every week. No. You're going to lose. You're going to have losing seasons. We've never had a losing season with our outright. Never a losing season. Mm. If you're betting favorites this year, you're you're having winning. a good season. You're last, having a good season. Last year, you hit in the PJ Tour season. You hit nine outrights. I hit six, and we were both profitable from a unit standpoint. This mm-hmm. year, you know, we're hanging on. You, you just hit Chris Kirk. You're you're you know. So he helped me move into the profitable zone. You're up. But now, you know, I'm kind of bleeding money. I've hit three winners. I'm starting to bleed it. I'm now up only 12 units. I'm just bleeding it out because Rom and Scheffler have to win every event that's, that's designated. So I, I'm actually looking forward to an event like this, an event like Valero, whatever else is in between. Or is there anything in between WGC and Valero? I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, I'm so sick of this, but it is what it is. Scotty Shuffler's the dude, okay? We're going to get into our favorite outrights. We're going to get into our top 20 six-pack, which, by the way, last week was our best week since we started that segment just a handful of weeks ago. Okay. Absolutely crushed the top 20 six-pack. So if you tailed that, you were profitable. I will say that. You were profitable from a top 20 standpoint. We'll get to that at the end of the show. We're going to roll out a new segment tonight presented by our friends at Leaderboard called Down the Board. Okay, the Leaderboard app is a beautiful app. It helps you do so many things. You can download the app for free in iOS only, coming soon to Android. Download it for free. It's amazing. The link is in the description of the podcast and the YouTube video. It will help you on the golf course. It, will, it gives you GPS for your course. It helps you keep track of your score, your stats like greens and reg, fairways hit. Are you missing it left, right, long, short? your putts, your up and down percentage, your strokes gain on par threes, par fours, par fives, all kind of good stuff. And that's just for you. But also, if you're playing matches with your buddies, it's fantastic. There's, there's six games in there right now between stroke play, match play, Nassau skins, nines. There's like, they, they dot it up for you. You put in the handicaps, they dot it up, they dot up the scorecard, you don't have to think about it. Then all you do is put in the scores, and then at the end, it says, hey, you owe this guy money, you owe this guy money, you owe this guy money, and then, it's, and then it sends you straight to your Venmo. 
And when you record your score, it goes straight to the USGA Gen app. It's seamless and beautiful. The leaderboard app is fantastic. And they are our presenting sponsor at the top for Down the Board, where we take a look at a name or two down the board, and we pontificate on said name. Maybe we throw out a hot take. Maybe we ask ourselves a question. Maybe we mm-hmm. ask you, the listener, a question. And I'm going to do it tonight. We're just going to talk about one guy right now because we've got a lot to go over. And, Pat, you've already mentioned him. I feel like I know where this is going. Here's my question. Who has more energy right now? Rory McIlroy or Grandma Scheffler? Which one? Okay. Because Grandma Scheffler made it 72 holes. And she's freaking 100 or whatever she is. She's got, she literally has a walker. She's a walker. Yeah. She walked 72 holes and followed her grandson to victory. And they made her out to be the Loyola lady from years ago. Was it Loyola? Who, what was the lady? No, it was the Mother sister. Friend. Sister, uh, sister Jean? Sister somebody. They made her out to be her. And, and meanwhile, Rory can't make it past 36 holes. Okay? I don't know that Rory has the energy to keep up with and compete with John I mean, he's Rahm. complaining about his driver. Do you see... Do you see Grandma Scheffler complaining about her walker? No. Is she no. like, oh, well, the tennis balls out that got fit on the bottom of my walker, one of them's too tight on this side, and this, and this making this no, one. No, she didn't complain about it one bit. Is Rory too rich? Is he, is he too rich? Mm. Has he lost his edge? Because, listen, Pat, when you think about it, look at this. Look at this. His last major. We all know. This is in 2014, dude. 2014. His last major win, yes. His last major I mean, win was in 2014, okay? Um, Since his he's, last he's major. He's competed pretty well. Sure, yeah, okay. Last year he did. Since his last major in 2014, okay? I thought this was like, down, well, I guess this is down the board, but I thought it was going to be like down the board, like made the cut. No. I didn't realize we were going to go like down the board, miss the cut. No. Um, Since his last major, you're like sketching out on me all of a sudden. Since his last major in 2014. He has only won six full-field PGA Tour events. Just six. Since 2014, Pat. That's eight years ago. Right? Am I getting that right? Like, like eight, or, eight or nine years ago. And in eight or nine years, only no, six. That, that doesn't sound right. He's only won six full-field PGA Tour events. Has he won the CJ Cup? Yeah. Okay. Has he won a no-cut event somewhere else? Yeah, sure. But only European six. European events. He, he can't seem to beat 140, 125, 155. He can't mm-hmm. do it. I'm thinking he's too rich, he's lost his edge, and he's, he kind of just, just doesn't need to and can't compete with the Scotty Shufflers and the John Romps, who just, to me, are hungry. I feel like Rory might have lost the dog in him a little bit, and I'm interested to know a couple of things. First of all, where would you, the listener, rank him in the world golf ranking? Because if I were ranking it right now, I would rank Max Homa ahead of Rory McIlroy. I would. I think Max Homa's a better golfer right now. I think if they play, I think if they play 10 times right now on a tough golf course, Max Homa beats him more times than not. So where would you rank him? Put that in the comments. And then my, my next question is, odds, what, what would be his odds to never win another major? If you were making the odds to never win, Rory's, I don't know, 30-something years old, what would be the odds that he never wins another major? I was thinking about it. I didn't think about it long. I wrote down 10 to 1. 
That was the first thought that actually popped in really? my head was 10 to 1. 10 to 1 to never win one. And I think I would put, I would put money on it. I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to do it. And he's lost that. I, I don't know. I think there is validity to the fact that he's lost a little bit of an edge. I don't know if I would count him out for sure yet. I mean, golf is the kind of game where we, we like the hot thing. And right now, Scheffler and Rom are the hot thing when it comes yeah. to these big events. Yeah. Um, Rory did literally almost just win two weeks ago. Um, Probably should have, but he came from behind and he like, you know, I mean, everything has to be like just right. Right. Like Kitayama had to hit two balls in the water and he's got to still four rounds. Still four rounds. Doesn't matter how you get there. He's still almost won. Um, John Rahm didn't win and Scheffler didn't win either. Yeah. Um, That event. So, I mean, it's, it's not like he's just, you know, and then now we talk about it because he missed a cut. Um, and he doesn't really have many excuses. He did say, well, he said that he's really battling with this new driver that he's hitting. And I get it. These guys are very precise. They like a good club in their hands that they can, they feel like they're confident with. Um, but he's not showing it right now. He really isn't. No, he's not. Um, I mean, in the immediate time frame, because he did just also win um, what I would have called a pretty decent size field and event barely over a month ago but you know just because it's not in the u.s but i guess you just only you only believe in things that happen in the u.s well i mean outside you're of the anti, majors you're anti out of the u.s i guess outside, outside of the majors it's stronger fields i mean we just know this right we we just know he's not he's not winning tournaments you know overseas in in fields even near equivalent to probably what we even have this week the Valspar. So, you know. All right. That's, that's down the board presented by Leaderboard app. Link in the description of the video and the podcast. Also, they are the proud sponsors of the Family Sweat Bet where everybody can win some money or you could win some money. Here's the deal. Here's the Family Sweat Bet for this week. Last week, it didn't happen because John Rahm and Roy McIlroy sucked. Wasn't even close. It was wasn't done. even close. It was over before it started, baby. So here's the deal. From now until the Masters, Leaderboard is going to put $50 on whatever the family sweat bet is, and it's voted on by Discord, our, our Nut Hut Discord members, every Monday afternoon, tallied before the show, and I, re- I reveal it Monday night. And if the bet hits, it's got to be a long shot, if the bet hits, then uh, someone who has downloaded and set up a profile in the Leaderboard app using our link in the description is going to win the proceeds of that bet at $50. So this week's bet, Pat, is nine to one to finish in the top twenty, so you'd win roughly four hundred. You win four hundred and fifty bucks. Leaderboard would send you four hundred and fifty bucks if you simply download the app, set up a profile, and this bet hits. We're all pulling for it. We're all family sweating it together, and it is voted on by the Nut Hut Discord. So don't get mad at us. Jason Duffner to finish top twenty, and I don't mind it. I actually don't mind it. We talked. I about like it. that a lot. We yeah. talked about Duffner nine to one to finish in the top twenty. Nine to one. We talked about Duffner in the six K draft okay. over on uh, on our DFS show, which has been really hot in the streets lately. I mean, the wind's going to be blowing at Innisbrook. It's going to be real windy, and and you know, He's a good ball striker. Your winning score might not get up to the seventeen under that Sam Burns has been doing for the last couple of years. Like it could be twelve under, thirteen under, 10, eleven under, ten under. It's super windy. 
You don't have to make as many putts when that happens. You just got to hit your fairways and greens, and Jason Duffner can do that. So 9-1, to one, top 20, that is the family sweat bet. I'm excited about it. Um, I think that's a good one. We're going to hit one of these before Masters. Somebody's going to get paid. Uh, all right, let's talk about Copperhead Innisbrook, Pat. We know this place. We've been doing this for a minute. It's crazy, though. Only two different guys have won this thing in the last four years. Sam Burns won it back-to-back, defeated Davis Riley last year in a playoff. He won it 20-1. to He won it 17-under. The year before that, he won it 70-1 to at 17-under. The year before that, Paul Casey was a back-to-back winner. Both years at 25-1. to He won it 8-under and 10-under. Adam Hadwin won at 125 to 1. That was the last time he won at 14 under. Charles Schwartzel won at 8 under in 2016 at 33 to 1. Jordan Spieth won here in 2015 at 10 under, 16 to 1. You know, guys like John Sinden, Kevin Streelman, Luke Donald, Gary Woodland, Jim Furyk have all won here. So, doesn't necessarily take a particular skill set. You just got to be in the. I do think you got to play from the fairway here at Copperhead. It is not a course you can really bomb and gouge. Um, it forces guys i think to some extent to hit to the same spots in the fairway somewhat there's some dog legs there's you know it's not your total a you know prototypical florida flat golf course there's some there's some stuff moving and shaking around here mm-hmm. um so it, you know and from there it's really mid irons long irons it's not a lot of wedges here it's mid irons and long irons into these smaller greens that are tough there's some they're small and they're 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 there's you know there's tears on them so, and it's going to be windy. So be ready. This is about par is your friend. Don't make big numbers. Water's in play on like half the holes. There's bunkers everywhere. Typical like what we've seen in Florida. You know, I think Honda's an interesting course to compare it to. While Honda's a little flatter, a little more prototypical Florida golf, it's a hard Florida golf course, Bermuda everywhere with wind. Yeah. And, and it's a positional course. It's not, a, it's not a, a course that can be overpowered. So we're familiar with the Copperhead course, the Snake Pit. Anything else you want to add on that before we get to the top of the board? No, I agree. I think this is a this is definitely one of the sneaky hard golf courses on tour. And I think when you talk about it kind of comparing to Honda, not when you think about like, you know, kind of being a little more wide open without as many trees and things like that. This one is 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 a little more parkland, I guess you could say, but um again, very difficult, a lot of trouble off the tee. Got to hit it in the right spots in into these fairways so that you can get good good uh angles into the greens to uh attack it but um yeah yeah and you gotta you gotta avoid just the big numbers so yeah let's keep an eye out on the weather i mean you know, i did the first mm. look show this morning for the nut hut discord members we talked about a, a handful of names that we like to go ahead and fire on a bunch of those names already shorter right now which sucks sucks for you if you didn't if you weren't in on that but um yeah. it, it's the wind i i, I think i might want to hold off a little bit on spending too many units too early before we get a good picture on a possible wave advantage, wind situation going on, maybe a live betting opportunity if the scores are going to be tight and bunched up because of the wind. So just, you know, take take this with a grain of salt a little bit here. But at the top of the board, Pat, it's really tough to uh, to do a whole lot up here because, <laughs> I mean, it's – right? I mean – are JT or Jordan or or Fitzpatrick really inspiring you at the moment? I mean, hell, even Sam Burns. Is, I mean, is it the odds of him three-peating, especially considering his ball-striking form incoming is probably it, – it is. I've already looked at it. It's worse than it's been the last two years that he's won. I mean, is, there's not really anybody out of those four I'm at all interested in. Nothing out of those four really excites me all that much. I mean, if if 
you just want to go on, you know, go with the theme here that we're going to have to see one of the favorites win yeah. every week, then I think Justin Thomas is probably the one that you go with. Yeah. Um, and that's really just based on the fact that maybe he, you know, gets that putter hot because everything else is pretty good about his game. Yeah. So if you just think that, hey, like I just said earlier, like if you're betting favorites every week and you're that's that's what you're doing, you're positive for the year, then you might as well just go ahead and bet Justin Thomas. I think that's where you go. But other than that, I, I just I can't get excited about too many other people. So the first person I really start with in here is Tommy Fleetwood at twenty five to one. Same. That's that's the guy that I think um, you go to. Uh, if you're in this, you know, up to 25 to one range, I think this is a, a great course fit for him. Um, he's had good recent results when you look at the way he's been playing. Um, you know, had that top 30 last week at the players, but he's really there, right? Right. You know, he just had a bad Sunday. Um, I hated seeing that because I, I would have liked to see a little bit better finish out of Fleetwood. But, you know, top 20 last year here, first time playing here, I believe, ever. He may have played here once before, but it would have been before 2017 um so t16 last week or last year for fleetwood here i like him at uh at 25 to 1 he's the one i start with total agreement here i mean i i'm I'm usually not a tommy fleetwood can close the door kind of guy but i think he's i think in an event like this with some variance in florida and the way he's been hitting it at least he hit it well at the players um Mm -hmm. i'm it, it pains me to see twenty-five to one Tommy Fleetwood, but I think I'm I think I'm interested. Of course, I, you know I'm not DB if if it's not if I'm not looking at Keegan Bradley. So I, I will say that I'm not I'm not DB if I'm not looking at Keegan. Yeah, he's also twenty-five to one, which I don't I don't love that Ke- Keegan's twenty-five to one. Although he did continue to hit his he he, he hit his irons well. He did do that. He hit his irons well at TPC, um, but. It was kind of a little shaky there off the tee, but he was, he was close. I mean, you know, he was, he was pretty close. What he missed the cut by, he was plus four, missed the cut by two shots at TPC, whatever. TPC is random and weird. So, I mean, it just is what it is. So, um, Keegan's a little interesting to me, but other, I mean, I'm really only looking at Tommy Ladd at 25 to one. That's probably it for up top. Yeah. I think we can move Keegan on. Keegan after what he did last week to you. Lord, you got really in there on that one, huh? What Keegan after what? Huh? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what he did last year t- or last week? I mean, come on. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm just saying. Like it's DB and it's Keegan. I, I, I can't not mention Keegan. I'm, I'm just, I'm always, I'm always on Keegan. So, are you ready to move on? Yes, let's move on. Um. All right. Well, this range and the next range I'm all about. It's it's this range especially is full of guys. Like I'm most of my card is going to be made up of players in here. Uh although a lot of names shortening, a lot of names shortening here from this morning. Um shoot. I mean Justin Rose has shortened, Denny McCarthy shortened, Justin Suh has shortened since this morning. Um yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, we talked about a handful of these guys on the DFS show, on the DFS show, but obviously winning is a whole whole different animal. I do think Rose at 27 to 1 on FanDuel is the best number for him. It doesn't feel great, but I kind of think I I I do think Rose could close the door. And I think Denny could that's close actually, the door. That's actually that number is actually shortened too. <laughs> What's that shortened to? 
22 to 1. Oh, I'm not. I can't. That, 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 that's insane. He was. This is why you got to This is why you got to be in the Discord. We, we, we do this. We shop. We talk through it live every Monday morning. And he was like 30 to 1 this morning. We hit it. 22. I, I'm not doing 22. I already didn't feel good about Rose at 27. I'm not doing 22. Who was it? Chris Kirk. It was Chris Kirk a couple weeks ago. I was on the opposite side where, you know, I regretted not pulling the trigger at 35, and you did, and, that, and I'm happy for you for sure. But, I mean, I, I loved him yeah. too, and I just didn't do it because I was like, oh, I can't do 35 for Chris Kirk. It just doesn't feel right. But I still thought the guy was going to win. I, 22 is not – I'm not doing 22 for Rose. No. So I'm out on that now. Forget that. Who do you like up here? Well, I've got a few in here. Um, he's going to win now, by the way. Yeah, he is. Um, Denny McCarthy, I'm in on. We're 33 both, to 1. We're both there. I, I finally think this could be the first week ever that I'm betting Denny McCarthy outright. Yeah, I, I think um, I think he's he's just shown, like, he's been up there recently. He's been up there. Keeps bucking yes. his head. Bucking his head a little bit. Dean McCarthy at 33 to 1, I do like. What um, is he going to do when he's in contention? I just can't wait yeah. to. I mean, I don't know. It's gonna... What will happen? It'll be, it'll be pure entertainment. Justin Suh is at 37 to 1 is the best number I see for him yeah. on Fandle. I like him a lot. Um, again, another guy bucket his head. Just sitting there the last few weeks, you know, in contention. Played really well last week. Um, so I really like Suh as well. Um, and then Ben Griffin, man. 50 to 1. I think that's, you might even be able to get Ben Griffin better than that. I love Ben Griffin. Big, big, 50 big to fan. 1 on DK. Actually, 50 to 1 on DK points bet and bet MGM, but he's 41 to 1 on FanDuel. So um, you're getting a little value on, on those other three books there. So I like Ben Griffin also. Um. All right. Well, I, so I'm in agreement with McCarthy. I don't. Oof. We talked about Justin Sun and DFS. Justin Sutt, 37. Oh, tough. That's really tough. Yeah, but I feel like just going, I feel like just going bombs in this range, like just jumping straight to Ben Griffin. And then, are you okay? Are you looking, are you looking for your dog or something? There was a cat walking around here. I'm trying to, because it'll jump up on me and like it'll, it scares me. That's why I don't have cats. Um, I kind of like, so I like Ben on. I'll go ahead and say that. Like, I'm confident with Ben on. I like the Ben on mm-hmm. number at 70 to 1 on BetMGM. Yeah, I like it too. Good ball striker, good short game, uh, doing, doing well. Played, played well at, at, uh, at TPC. Okay, we talked about this guy in DFS, and I, I have not bet him maybe ever, but I think I'm betting him now at 65 to 1 on FanDuel. Stefan Jaeger, like playing well, which we talked about in DFS, but we didn't talk about this. Like, that dude is a winner. You know, he, he, this is his second lap on the PGA Tour. He, is, he has earned his tour card through the Corn Ferry Tour and won on the Corn Ferry Tour and then lost his tour card, went back to the Corn Ferry Tour, dominated on the Corn Ferry Tour for the second time, won multiple times on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then came back. Like, he just never closed the door on a PGA Tour event, but I believe that if, you can, if you're a multiple winner on the Corn Ferry Tour, you can win on the PGA Tour. He's not put it all together for four days, but I do think it could happen at 65 to 1. Um, so Stefan Yeager is interesting. I like the value on Taylor Moore at 70 to 1 on DK. Yeah. Ball strike. Taylor Moore is just one of those that I 
I feel like it just should get a win. And I don't know, like, there's a lot of different things about him that, like, I just don't know. He's so young, but still, man, I like Taylor. Well, I would, uh, I would love for that to happen, especially at 70 to 1. That would be lovely. So that's probably it. I mean, I, I'm a little interested in Joel at 75 to 1. This, this range, I have a lot of names in here. Joel at 75 to 1 may be a play. We need to get some feedback from, uh, from sources on the ground Wednesday evening. Share that yeah. in the hut. Taylor Shorten, by the way, just so you know. Fudge! To what? I love being able to tell you this kind of stuff. <laughs> 60 to 1. God! 60 to 1 is the best number. Well, we talked about him on the first Luke show, too, and he was 70. I'm telling you. That really sucked. Anyway, well, let me tell you, if, if you're going to line shop, you might as well line shop with our friends at Pickett, and they are paying you to download their app. The app is free. There is no in, in-app payment for anything. And when you download it using our link in the description of the podcast or the YouTube video, and then you put in TJ in the referral code, when you sign up, you get either $3 or one in 100 people win $100. They literally PayPal you. At minimum, you're going to get 3 bucks. Whatever. Free app, you get $3. Put it on a guy that we're going to name at 250 or 150 to 1, and Merry Christmas. Or you could get $100. But I tell you what you are going to get, a freaking badass app. And if you're betting, if you're, if you're in a legal sportsbook state or you're able to use a legal sportsbook or, and or you're also using prize picks or underdog or other DFS websites, they have integrations with over 20 of those. So when you sign up, you simply link those books. It brings in all your historical record and keeps track of your bets from then, from then on. And that's key. If you're betting, you're playing props games like prize picks or underdog, you got to keep track. You need to know what you're doing. You need to know how you're doing. You need to know you know, what sports you're good at, what teams you're bad at, all this kind of stuff. Look, I'll even show you on the screen. Here's my calendar from January and February. Um, just doing some stuff on prize picks here because obviously we're not in a legal sports state, sports putting state, so I can't do it. You put the little referral code TJ up there. And then, you know, I can click into it and say, oh, okay, what's my prize picks total, you know, winning, win-loss push record here? My, my, I'm up 33 units all time, okay? I can go in here and I can dig deeper. I can look in round robins, parlays, prize picks, underdog, what have you. It's an incredibly powerful app. Then if you want to search other stuff like shop lines or popular bets at the moment, the, the, the event page is incredible. So right now you got a lot of NBA action going on. So it'll show you trending events. You can click into these games. You can see the popular picks, who's betting what. Uh, where the money is going, where the handle, where the bet percentage is going. They'll show you consistent winners on the app. They'll show you guys uh, who you should be following, who you should be tailing, which you can easily do. Here's all the percentages. You can line shop. It's an incredibly powerful app, and it's all free, which is insane. So use the link in the description of the podcast or video. Use referral code TJ, and you get that free cash. But check out the Picket app in iOS and Android stores right now. All right. Next range, Pat. I got a handful of guys in here I like to. Some of them we talked about. A couple guys we didn't uh, in the DFS show. What do we think about... All right, let's, let's talk about this crop of young guns. You got mm-hmm. Ludwig Aberg. You got Pearson Cootie. You got Akshay. You got Ryan Gerard, the North Carolina guy that did well in his exemption at the Honda. Was it Honda? I think it was Honda. Honda. What um? Who do we like out of those guys? Am I missing anybody too? These kind of young rookie college stars in this range. Um, I don't think you're missing anybody. 
feel like Akshay's been around for so long. Yeah, but he's, he's like those. 19 or 20, right? I know, but he's he been still pro for drink. three years now. Um, Akshay, I'm kind of out on. But I do like, like Eric Cole. I like Eric Cole. You know, he's at 100 to 1, almost 1, you know, lost in the playoff to Chris Kirk. I do like him. I like Gerard a lot. The the discrepancy in the odds on Gerard between Fandle, which he has has him at sixty five to one, and then which is crazy to me, and DK who has him at one hundred and ten to one, PointsBet has him one hundred and ten to one. Wow, BetMGM actually has him at 80, 80 to one. So I think that gives me like the differentials there. Where's Makes the best number bet. again? One hundred. 110 to 1 on either points bet or DraftKings. Mm. Um, I like Gerard a lot, though. You know, he followed up that really good finish um, at the Honda Classic with a top 15 at the uh, at Puerto Rico. Um, so I like him a lot. And um, I think of, the, of, of, of kind of these younger guys, um, of rookies, I guess, even though Eric Cole is older, really. Yeah. But a, a rookie on tour. Um, I, I like those two, Eric Cole, and I like, are just the way they're playing in these Florida events, and I think this is just so similar to Honda. Yeah, that um, I like those two a lot. So, I mean, you can't ignore the fact that Eric Cole is a multiple, like, notorious winner on all these mini tours he played on. So the guy knows how yeah. to close a door. He didn't do it at Chris. He didn't do it with Chris Kirk, but he can do it. Uh, and he's hot right now, and he's confident as anything. I mean, he's got to be. Played well at the players too. You didn't mention that, but I mean, great showing at the players. I like that. Um. I like a uh, few names that I that we didn't talk about on the DFS show that I'm interested. Ben Martin, I think I mentioned him on DFS. I like Ben Martin here at 100 to one on BetMGM. I like Trey Mullinax at 100 to one on MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, Trey is just one of those guys who I feel like you're you're gonna know early is Trey is Trey here. You know, I, I feel like depending on his day Thursday, unless there's some major wave situation that we got to see play out over two rounds, but. To me, Mullinax, Mullinax is a guy that I, I at least think is a closer if he's got it and he's in contention for those four rounds. The next I guy, actually have Mullinax written down, which su- surprises me a little bit that you had him, but I think you're right. I agree. The next guy's probably going to shock you. I don't, know that I've ever, I don't know that I've ever put a wager on this dude, but he's played here three times, okay? He's made the cut all three times, but his best finish is a T-33. His last three events are a 44th at the Players, a 14th at the Honda, and a 29th at another designated event in the Genesis. Kramer Hickok is 130 <laughs> to 1. 130 to 1 on We know his caddy. On his DK. caddy is a friend of the TJs. We do? Mm-hmm. Who's his caddy? Used to be Wesley Bryan's caddy oh, on the Lindley. back when Wesley Bryan won uh, at Hilton Head. I didn't realize that that was who he yeah. was. Did you talk to him last week? I saw him walking off in one of the holes and didn't get to talk to him. But yeah, he he was there. He was he was catting for Hickok. He was catting for Hickok a few weeks ago when Hickok played with Tiger Woods at the Genesis. Yeah, so. I mean he's 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 done all right. I mean, don't forget Hickok was in that marathon playoff with Harris English, you know, a while back. Seven hole playoff. Like he nearly he nearly was a PGA tour winner. So yeah. I think Hickok's kind of starting to starting to pop a little bit. 130 to one. That's it for me in this range. Anybody else? 
I got one more. Okay, who you got? And I don't know why I wrote it down this way, but I, it just says Ling Merce. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't say Ling Merce. It says Ling Merce. Um, but David Ling Merce has been playing pretty well lately. Um, he's at 125 to 1. You look at, um, again, just the way he's playing. I mean, top 10 last week at the Players, had a top 10 at the Honda. Um, this is a course that I think is is a really good fit for him. So, Ling Murth there at 125, I think 125 to one, I think is another one that you could uh, maybe throw a little outright on. He's won before too. It's been a while, this but he true. has won before. This is true. Little David Ling Murth is a wee boy. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get to our top 20 bombs and locks, we got bomb outrights. Any bomb outrights? I have, I have three that I'll just, I'll just throw. I'll just throw out there we'll see if we have any agreement here the first is ben taylor at 150 to 1 on bet mgm ben's been playing playing well i agree there playing really well now he he did not play last week at the players because he got married apparently uh but fifth at the honda fourth at the sony third at the houston like just interesting to see that when he puts all four you know everything all parts of the game together he's normally a very good putter but when he puts all four together and he clicks, like he's dialed. The, the, similar to Mullinax, I feel like we're going to know early with Ben Taylor because, like, if you just got married, you know, you're either going to come in, like, still hungover and having not picked up a golf club in, like, 13 days or whatever, and you're going to suck, or you're going to be, like, light, and you're going to have, like, you're going to have, you're just going to be dialed. You're, you're, you're you know, you're going to be, um, emptied in certain areas and feeling good maybe you know who knows you could have that going for you so i think ben taylor at 150 to 1 on mgm is interesting i yeah he was one of them now okay i'll be a homer and say say austin smotherman 200 to 1 200 to 1 on mgm to see austin have the weekend that he had at the players was really good we we hung out with Austin at TPC last week. We, we walked with him for a, a full, I walked with him for a full round. Um, saw him a little bit for practice rounds as well. Austin does not like golf courses where you have to hit a lot of wedges right now. Okay. He's wedges, no bueno. So um, mid irons, long irons, that's what we want. And that's what Copperhead delivers. He played here for the first time last year, finished 25th, finished 35th at the players last week. With a good weekend. He, he moved up on the weekend, which is good to see. The ball striking is there. The wedge play, little sus. Putting is hit or miss, hot or cold. But 200 to 1 for, for Smoth Daddy, I would love to see it. So 200 to 1 is a good enough number. And then the last bomb at 250 to 1 just got in the field a few hours ago is Hank Lebiota, Florida boy, uh, fl- you know, likes a harder golf course. And has been in contention on the PJ Tour before, ha- has had some first, second, third round leads going into the final round, second round, whatever. Um, he's done that before. Now he's got a new veteran caddy on the bag as well. Damon Green's uh, first week on the bag for Hank Lebiota starts this week, and Damon Green formerly on the bag for Zach Johnson. Um, so he's going to be like doing the... He's going to be doing the birdie dance. The, doing the birdie dance. on the, Okay, all right. He's, he's going to be doing that because, yeah, he was on the back for Zach Johnson for a long time. 
Zach Johnson uh, has played in a handful of Valspars and um, has done done well. Damon Green on the back for probably three out of the four where he made the cut, finished 16-24-29. That's, uh, that's Zach Johnson. So those are the three super bombs for me. Okay. I, I don't mind it. I'll add m- one more, and, and I think um, – you know, you talk about a caddy that we know on the bag is Kyle Peppers for Mark Hubbard. He's at 140 yeah, I, to one. Looked at Hubbard. I think Hubbard. Um, you know, a lot of these guys that we're giving you for bombs or you know have not won before, but Hubbard's he's a type guy that can can play well on this golf course. Played well last week at the Players Championship. Checks a lot of boxes here. You know, he's top 25 in approach, top 25 in ball striking and around the green. Good putter. So I think Hubbard uh, is another one we should look at at 140 to one. All right, there you go. All right, top 20s, two locks apiece, one bomb apiece. The bomb's got to be four to one or longer. Last week, we absolutely demolished it, Pat. And I got to give you credit because you hit, I think, two out of the three. Oh, nice. Uh, We had Jason Day. That was mine at plus 130. Top 20, lock. Chick, chick. You had Terrell Hatton plus one sixty lock. We both like Hatton. How good has Hatton been playing lately? He's just been good. He's dialed right. And you know what? Everybody's going to take him for the Masters, and he sucks there. He yeah. hates it. I don't. I don't want to say he hates that course, but he just never. He never plays well there. You know, maybe maybe one to the watch for match play next week. Uh, he's, yeah, he's trying to get that Ryder Cup bid. Uh, and then finally, what really put us over the top is your Adam Svensson call at plus 450 hits the top 20. Those are three very nice top 20 numbers. And yes. props to you for, this, for the Svensson and Hatton call. So very nice. All right. Uh, let's move on to this week. Two locks, one bomb. Before we do that, remind everybody, you can win Augusta merch, okay? You can win it. All you're gonna, if you win, you're going to send us your wish list. You're going to send us your sizes, and me and Pat are going to be your personal shoppers at Augusta this year, and we're going to buy it for you, then we're going to ship it to your door. There are three, there, we're going to have three winners. The first winner, $500 in merch from the shop. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating, and write something nice about the show that you like. Put in your email, your Twitter, or Instagram handle so we can reach you. And then another winner is going to win 300 in merch, and all you have to do is subscribe on YouTube. That's it. That's all you got to do while you're there. Like the video, okay? Another winner is going to win $200 in merch, and all you have to do is subscribe to our weekly email list, which you get the heavy petting email on Tuesday nights, the chalk bomb email on Wednesday nights, two great pieces of content there for free delivered to your inbox. So three different winners, and if you've already done all those three things, guess what? Good for you. You're already in. So lucky you. And we're going to draw those in the week, the week before leading up to the Masters and we'll reach out to those winners and announce them on the show. It's going to be good stuff. Also, we do have a live listener golf event coming up in a little over a month. So if you're interested in that, we need you to let us know ASAP. We are going to be at the King and Prince Golf Resort in St. Simons Island in southeast Georgia on the coast, right on the ocean, the Golden Isles. Okay, It's a beautiful place. Here, I'll pull, up, I'll pull it up on the screen here. You can look at it. King of Prince is lovely. Um, me and Pat will be there. It is a Tour Junkies, very intimate listener event. This is unlike Golby's Cup, okay? It's a little bit different. You're going to get two nights in the either King and Prince Resort or a hotel very close by, depending on what package you select. 
two nights and two rounds of golf on the King and Prince course with me and Pat and other Tour Junkies listeners. And uh, that, that also is going to include, of course, you know, nights by the fire pit, drinking some bourbon, sharing some stories and some laughs. It's going to include a couple great dinners. Who knows what else other, you know, tomfoolery it could include, but it will be beautiful at the King of Prince, I can tell you that. So if you want more info on that, we are only taking up to 20 players. Only 20. That's it. No more. This is an intimate event. There's going to be 20 plus us two at the King of Prince. Um, April 21st through April 23rd, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at the King of Prince in St. Simons Island. So let us know. You need to email us if you're interested, info at tourjunkies.com. Info at tourjunkies.com. We'll send you pricing information, all that kind of stuff. And then it's going to be the first 20 people who pay are going to be the first 20 people in. We'd love for you to come. We think it'll be a great weekend. Um, so check it out. All right. Top 20 locks. Pat, I'll, I'll start. Okay. I imagine we both have this guy. I think we do. Tommy Fleetwood. Yes. Yeah. That was- Plus okay. 130. Why not? We've already talked about him. I think it makes sense. It's, a, it's the first plus money lock that I really like. I actually see him plus 140. Ooh, where'd you get that? DK. Ooh, it's gone up. That's weird. Anyway, we don't need to talk about line movement, but yeah, plus 140 for Fleetwood is... Okay. E- either way, 130 or 140, I still like it. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, since you're going to go there, I'm going to go a little bit longer here at plus 225 and Ben Griffin. I like. Exact same guy. All right. Well, okay. then those are your locks because I don't have anyone else written down as a lock. That's all you got? Yeah, I literally had Tommy Fleetwood and Ben Griffin. I mean, <laughs> I do think I could. There, there, were, other, there were other guys. Um, let's see. I liked, because I, I like the longer number on Ben, but I can get, I can get shorter with it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm, this is tough. Okay. I kind of, I mean, I like Wyndham Clark at plus 175. See, I would also, I, I don't, I, I can't say I'm with you there because I had, I have, that, then I'd be going against everything I talked about in the last show. I think Denny McCarthy. I was, it was between yeah. McCarthy or Clark. Denny McCarthy at plus 150 would, would be my other one there. But um, anyway, all right. So I think we got those locked in. Yeah. I feel like we got the same. Long shots too. Well, I have, I have, I can't decide. I'm undecided. I have five bombs, and a couple of them are bomb. So I probably need to calm down a little bit because I'll let you go first on the bombs, and I'll. Well, I'm going to go just with the guy bomb, I just I just talked about as an as a long shot outright, but and and also, well, there's God, I want to cheat and give you two, but I do like Mark Hubbard at plus four hundred. But Is he four hundred. Like, I also was, like. I also like Trey Moadax at plus four hundred. He was four fifty earlier. Yeah, he's moved. He's they've, he's been bet down a little bit. So plus four hundred on Trey Moadax. I mean, sorry, Mark Hubbard. <laughs> I like them both. <laughs> okay, I, I had Hubbard written down. I mean, the safest bet is Ben Taylor at four at plus four hundred. I I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ben Taylor at four to one. Let me make sure. Hold on. Let's make sure. Gosh, I can't believe these. The, the top twenty numbers normally don't move like that. They don't move at all. Oh, he's already moved. He's at three thirty. 
Gosh, That's dang it. Too bad for you. Dang it. Okay, hold on. Okay, so four to one. F me to tears. Mm, I kind of like Ben Martin. I'm either going to go, all right, I'm going to go Ben Martin. I'm going to go Ben Martin. At, I'm going to go Ben Martin at four to one. Okay. Good. I like it. All right. There we go. That's the show. Betting picks. Check us out in the Discord. Links in the description. Download leaderboard. Download Picket. Get paid to download an app. Are you kidding me? And uh, meet us in the Discord, really, because we're having a great time. People are doing a great job. People are winning a lot of money. Our boy Joe Idoni continues to crush the head-to-heads. He's 33-17 and 17 on the season, nine, up 19 units if you just tailed him blindly. Me and Pat's betting cards both up for now. Hopefully we get a winner this week because Scotty and Rom aren't in the field. Let's have a great week and bend over our bookies, people. All right? See ya!